Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Old. Kidding. You weren't so good. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 148 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Good evening, Freak. Let's get it cracking, bro. Let's do it. I need the pod. I miss it. We haven't been on for a week now. You're telling uh, me I got to get my frustrations out right now, man. I'm, this is this is therapeutic for me, dude. My fence just fell down. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it right now, bro. Well, you know, it's okay. Things happen. My fence fell down. Even when you win, you lose. That's bad, bro. It really is like that. But that's probably the title. Yeah. Yeah. Even (laughs) when you win, you lose. Um, Hopefully, guys, just quick announcement. Hopefully, within the next month, we'll be going back to two days a week when things start to pick up with the NBA playoffs. As you know, uh, NFL free agency has already picked up. Um, so we should be getting back to Tuesdays and Thursdays at eight o'clock. It's not that we should like we will. We will. Yeah. That's excuse a fact. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. My grandma oh my was God. off there. That's a fact. Yeah. 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 Pump that <laughs> shit up, yo. Play that shit one more time, bro. The fucking right it is. All right. <laughs> let's go. NBA talk. All right. That's right. So the NBA and the MBPA are close to agreeing on a min- minimum number of games to win major awards like the MVP. I think that's fantastic. What's the threshold? I don't know yet because they haven't agreed on it. I'm sure that's what that's what they're bargaining for the new CBA. But I mean, I would I would guess it's going to have to be 65 to 70. I think those people that make up these rules, they listen to PNI because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. And I said, how many games do you have to play in order to win these awards? Remember, we, we talked about yep. this. I said about 80 percent. Yeah. 85 percent. I think that's kind of fair. 65 to 70, I think, because like I said, you can get a knickknack injury and be out for three, four games. Or if, you know, you could hurt your finger or something. And when you have, uh, you know, two games and four or I'm sorry, you have three games and five nights yeah. or something like that. And you can miss those three. So I think 65 to 70 games would be good because at that point, you're basically playing the whole season. Yeah, right. So 80. So 80 percent of 82 is what? Well, I should say this real fast, though. If you are healthy. If you have no injury, you should be playing 82 of 82. You shouldn't be sitting out for load management. I don't know. I do. I don't know about that because it, I mean, look, everybody deserves a rest day. I mean, if I, I mean, look, do you go to work 82 out of yeah. out of 82 game uh, days? That, that's tough. That's what I'm saying. No, like, but here's the everybody difference. Deserves, everybody deserves a rest day. 
just the way they do it is just an extended period of time. They take a rest day this week. They take one next week. They take one the following week. But if you do it here and there and once in a blue moon, I don't, I'm not mad about that. Bro. I am. Why? Absolutely. Because here's the thing. I work for, we, and you, we work for corporate America. Yeah, but you got PTO. We do get PTO, but I also don't get $200 million contracts. I get and that. number two, the NBA is a union. But that comes with the territory I of, understand being, that. of being a professional athlete. I get you, that. You are afforded those luxuries. That's just, that's just what yeah, it is. But here's the thing. I can't, but I, you are paid based upon an 82 games game season. I, I got it. But bro. Nick, here's my thing. Listen, when you when you're in the NBA, you're in a union. The NBA is a union. So when you're a union worker and you miss a day of work, what happens? You don't get paid for that day. So if you're going to sit out for load load management, you should lose that game check. So what if you play three games in a row and and you are really sore, dude? Like you like like yep. treatment didn't help you, and mm -hmm. you just needed to take a night off where just it you needed yeah. the, the, the no the extra rest. You're you're. I think that I think that's fair, bro. I don't. You are a highly trained professional athlete. What about the guys that are in a hundred degree weather in buildings with no air condition? You know, hanging drywall and finishing drywall. Do they get to work four days and say, about, I'm going to take off Friday and I want to get paid for it? But what about the owners that invest money, big time money into these contracts for these guys? So if your guy is ailing in some way uh -huh. after three straight games, I'm not mad if my guy is takes a day off because I need him for the whole season. I understand. That's where I'm like, I I, I see that. I, I don't, I'm not mad about that. Dude. It comes with the territory. Yeah. Like if, if you take a, like I said, if you take one day off, every week mm -hmm. i have a problem with that but if you take one day every two three months i'm not mad about me that, neither bro. but you don't get your game check that's stupid though that's no it isn't no it isn't you're not going to work you shouldn't get paid but it's that's down up to you that's up to the owners, the owners i understand that but no i'm saying that that should be that the owners should say that and but i know they're that not the, going to though i understand well they can't because the inmates run the asylum that and again, they're protecting their investment. I get what you're saying. And the premise of it, I totally understand. If you go to work, if you have a job and you and you can't you can't go to work, you shouldn't be able to get paid. I get that. But when you are a, a professional athlete and you have some ailments and you just need a rest day, you play through them. That's your job. That is your job to show up in to show up in peak condition, have durability, and be an athlete. That is your job. That is the job that you sign up for. Do you know the last MVP to play all 82 games? Do you know who it was? Um, LeBron. Kobe Bryant, 2008. Why really? is it that all of those athletes that were playing 80, 81, 82, all those guys were playing those games and they weren't having the amount of injuries that we see in the NBA now? Because their bodies aren't used to it. What do they say when with football? Oh, you got to get back into football shape. You need to hit more. That's what it is. You need to get used to getting hit. With the NBA, they don't practice anymore. You've heard every athlete say it. They don't practice. They take rest days. How much fucking time off do you need? Isn't that your, that is your job. That is your responsibility as a professional athlete to go out there and perform. You're an entertainer. So what's your threshold? Like, what is, what would you propose? Like, if, if they had to come up with an amount of games you had to play, what would you say? 65 to 70. Ooh. So I, th I think that's kind of low. Because what you're telling me is they're not going to get paid for 17 games if you go to 65. I'm saying with her being hurt. No, 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 no. If you are legitimately hurt, that's okay. I understand that. So what you're saying is if you're hurt and you and you're in the and you're in the running for the award, you should be you should be a candidate, is what you're saying. Yes. Just that's just injury related. Correct. 
But like Kawhi Leonard's 20 games that's sitting out, no injuries. That doesn't make any that's sense. That's not fair. That's see, that's what I have a problem with. Not once in a blue moon. I'm not I'm not mad about that. Yeah. But the 20 games is ridiculous, bro. But that's the problem. You give an inch, they want a mile. That's exactly what it is. So LeBron you, James is playing more than him. He's so how do you negate old. that? I told you. I think that they should they, if they sit out for load management, you should lose a game check. That's not going to happen, though. I understand that, but that's what I'm saying. That would be that's how I think to fix because it. Because the players' association would not agree to that. Well, I know that. For them. I understand that, but my point is, is that I'm just saying, let's if load management is important to them, then see it. Is load management really important that you're going to miss a couple million dollars? Is so is load management a problem with the fans, or is it more or less the league? Because the meat to me, the league doesn't really give a shit. Uh, no, I think the league. I think the league cares absolutely. When you have a nationally televised game on TNT or ESPN at nine o'clock on a Saturday, and it's 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 the Lakers versus the Warriors, and Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Ant Davis are sitting out for load management. Yeah, that hurts the product. No, I get that. I totally get that. But that hasn't that doesn't happen all the time. It's happened. Sure has. It happened. I'll, I, it was years ago. It was like 2016 is the one I'm referring to right now where it was like, it was the Spurs and the Warriors. The Spurs were still the Spurs. Or maybe it was 2014. Duncan, Parker, all of them sat out and the Warriors sat out. And I remember there was a whole bunch of things going on about it because it was a nationally televised game, a good game on a Saturday night, and the guys sat out for rest. But that was strategic for the Spurs because they had an aging group. But again, bro, that, that was the whole premise of it because I think Popovich came out. Kind he of did. Like, That's when he started it. He was doing it with Tim Duncan and them. Yeah. But again, if you like, if you're 38 years old and you need a game, like, okay, like I get it. But the problem is, is you can't have 25 year olds sitting out for load management. I agree with that. Totally agree. Unless you have a condition, you're, you're like, you could take a rest. But other than that, like, you should be able to play. I, 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 I get it. My threshold would be 70 games. 70 to 70, about 70 games. That's about 80%. Yeah. I think that's a fair assessment, bro. Like, I think 70 games out of 82 is a lot. Like, if he missed 12 games due to rest and injury, I'm cool with that. I'm cool or with maybe that. even if they implemented something where you get you get five games of load management. Because what does, what does 12 games do for you in, in terms of the MVP race? Well, I mean, the last 12 games, Joel Embiid has probably leaked Nikola Jokic. Outside the last 12. I'm talking about if you have like, if you miss like in the middle of the season, but yet you started surging late, does those, does those 12 games really matter in the grand scheme? They well, can. I mean, it, if we want to talk about stat padding, then yeah, that, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. But you're not stat padding at that point. You're going by by, by the, the averages of what you, of what <laughs> you've done in the 70 games. Yeah. And if my averages are better than somebody at 82, even though they're a candidate and my team is in the playoffs, whereas their team is an eighth seed, I'm a fourth seed, I should be able to get the MVP. I missed 12 games, I'm a fourth seed, and my averages are better. That's because you made the playoffs. What does that matter? Yeah, but then again, at that point, if you're a higher seed, that's telling me that the team around you is better. You have more support. You have, you have a better supporting cast. It's arguable. So for the MVP, at the most valuable player at that point to me would be the eighth seed. That's arguable. It, it, the scenario, if you it's look arguable. at it, 2016, when Russell Westbrook won it, it was Russell Westbrook versus James Harden. Or yeah. whenever KD left. I think it was 2016 when KD left. They were saying, like, oh, isn't it about winning? Because the Houston Rockets, I think, were the one seed, and Russell Westbrook and them were, like, the fourth or the fifth seed. But Russell Westbrook won it, averaging a triple-double. Because he was on a worse team. I think that's where everything gets lost. Is like, all right, well, how do we measure the MVP? Are we measuring by winning? 
Are we measuring it by stats? That's a collective. It it's a collective leadership? effort. It goes by defense. It goes by, it goes by defense. It goes by scoring, rebounds, assists, three points, and stuff like that. Where yes, yeah, seeding does matter. Seeding absolutely matters. That's why this year Nikola Jokic is more. He he's more likely to win it this year than he should have in the past two seasons. Because he's the one seed. They're the one seed. Like he's having an awesome season. So why does so so why would you think that Embiid propelled him? Like past him? Mm -hmm. He's just dominant. He's dominating. Know, he's averaging 33 points a game. Third seed, though. But he's averaging 33 points a game. Bro, I know. <clears throat> what I'm trying to portray is this is the arguments that yeah. happen. Like, there is no really standard of why you're the MVP. Like, if you're going by winning, you're going to give it to Jokic because he has the stats and he and he's the number, he's the one seed. Embiid, you could tell by the eye test, he's much more dominant. He, yeah. he has been more, way more dominant. More important, too. Right. That that clutch ass shot that he hit and and to, to win the game. That was the I, moment that he overtook him. I I agree with you because that's a big moment. Like when you can hit clutch shots like that. that and is major, on the same bro. at the same time, Jokic failed in the clutch, missed yeah. two game winning jumpers. They put they, they, they that was against the Blazers, correct? Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. So like those are defining moments. Like to me, <clears throat> MVPs are defining moments. It's winning. It's stats. It's everything. Like yeah. You know, combined. When you just have a one seed and you have like and your stats are good, but somebody else is better, better statistically, and they're the third seed in the other conference, that's hard to gauge, bro. Like, yeah. where do you now? What is the underlining uh, decision to be the MVP? Like, that's where I don't know. Yeah. Like, no, that's a just, great point, and I it, understand what it, you're saying. Is what it, is it? I, I don't know. Like, yeah. are you going by these weird ass statistics that they have on computers now? Well, I mean, if you do it, that. Here's the thing. Do you think Jokic is a good defender? No, he's horrible. He stinks. He's a terrible defender. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the, one of those those weird analytical ratings, according to history, he's a top five defender ever. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like Raptor or something like that. I forget what it's called. I, I don't get into those stats. Me neither. Because they're, they're corny. meaningless. Like all they do. Nerds that don't understand basketball and eye test, they put in, they plug in these little numbers in the, into a system, and it tells you something that does not correlate with what you're watching. It's 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 phony measurables. It, it is like it is, and there's yeah, no like, data to back it up. Like I get it, like the statistics aspect. If, they, yeah. if people want to rely on that, that's cool. That's what they could do. I don't rely on that. So like, how do how do the voters, people who rely on statistics versus who don't? How yeah. do you disparate? Like, like, how do you? I know, I know. Yeah, I no, know. it's tough. It's tough to be honest, and I understand what you're saying about that. It's just like I don't with Jokic and Embiid and things like that. Like, you bring up a good point because the Nuggets are the one seed, the Sixers are the third seed for now, anyway. But I just when you look at eye test, dude, it's it's Embiid. But I just again, it's you have to. It's a total collective effort of what they did that season, clutch moments, things like that. I'm with you. So okay, so I say 70 games. You have 65, 65 to, 70. to 70. Okay, that's fair. Without we're, sitting out, we're on the same. All right, Sixers on a five-game win streak. What do you think their ceiling is? Oh man. Speaking um, of the Sixers, we should say we we're just talking about Embiid. Personally, man, I I, I want to say the finals because for, for they me. have Embiid. Uh, Embiid is right now, in my my opinion, he is the MVP. Um, so proud of you. Uh, but. Their ceiling is the finals. If it's not the finals, then it's the Eastern Conference. Their ceiling is they can win it all. Wow. I, I, I ain't going that far. They will smack Denver in the finals. Well, who says Denver is going to the finals? Oh, no, I'm saying if they met Denver. Oh, yeah. They'll smack Denver's Denver. Not, Denver's not going to the finals. Why? 
They got the MVP, uh, from what I'm told. Great defender, triple-double machine. They could. I mean, look, they very well could. I just don't believe Although they Murray will. just got nicked up. I don't believe they That's will. Awesome. I think there's a team that we're going to talk about later that yeah. is going to is, is gonna be in the finals. But, yeah, I yeah no, I, I mean... To win the NBA Finals, bro, that's going to be tough, bro, because Milwaukee's really fucking good. The Celtics are really good, although the Celtics are kind of sputtering a little bit. They just lost to the Rockets. I know. They got their ass beat, too. <laughs> Wild. I know. Um, I know. But, no, I think the Sixers can go to the Finals. I think the Sixers can win the Finals. James Harden has been playing excellent, shooting a career high from 3 40%. Embiid's averaging 33 points a game. Maxie's coming on strong. Uh, Jalen McDaniels has been a nice pickup. Tobias, Tobias Harris, bro. I mean, he's averaging like 12 points a game. He's he's on some shit. Dude, I don't, he I, sucks, bro. Like, he actually, like, when you look at it, he really might go down as the worst max contract in NBA history. Dude, when we when we signed him to the max, I was like, what are we doing? I know. You it's Tobias Harris. handcuffed yourself because if you could have got – imagine subbing Tobias out for like a KD star because it's, <laughs> it's a max contract. We had, we, do, we had Jimmy Butler. I know. Say what you want about Jimmy Butler. He took the heat to the finals. No, we should have kept Jimmy Butler. Yes. We should have kept him. We would have him, Embiid, Maxi, Harden. We would be fucking awesome, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, because Ben still would have had because the meltdown. Ben and you would have traded him. We would have been good. We would have been squeaky clean, dude, off all the problems that we had. I know. Now we're back to the problems because we paid it. We, we have a bad contract on our hands. We'll be all right. We're going to the finals. It, but that's the thing. They, they have to, though. Yeah, like, I know. I'm telling you, it's a do or die season for the Sixers. It's a very it big really season. Is, I agree. Bro. It I know. really is. All right. John Morant checks into a counseling center in Florida out indefinitely. Respect. Um, Respect, brother. Respect. Respect. I respect that, bro. I don't. When he comes 100%. in, it's on. a PR stunt. It's bullshit. I respect. <laughs> when he comes in on, he ain't even doing it. When Twitter, you don't think so? He's not fucking doing it. You don't it's, think it's, he's going to the counseling? He's not going to counseling. It's purely for PR, just to say they did. What? What, what is the counselor going to say? Don't pull out a gun on on Instagram Live. What the fuck could a counselor say so, to him? I swear, I, think, I was going to say this well, because I had the question too. Here's my one question I have, and I, I'm generally asking this. If he's actually there getting help for whatever's going on, cool. But what is he getting help for? Like that, that's I'm genuinely point. asking. My point. Like, okay, he's There's checked into a counseling. He checked into a counseling center. Is he's trying it? to help himself. That's cool. That's personal. But, but that's fucking. But what hard. is it? It's it's personal. But personal what? Because right now it looks like he's checking in because he flashed the gun on Instagram. So what? What? It, what? What was it? He needs to work on himself and be better. Okay, but how does that correlate with you putting a gun on Instagram? That's all I'm asking. I'm not even saying that to be an asshole. I'm genuinely asking. That's my point. What is he in a counseling center for? Like, what is the counseling on? You want me? You How not to be an idiot? No, do you? Do you <laughs> That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Hi, sir. What are you in here for? Man, I'm addicted to Coke. Um, I can't stop popping pills. Uh, I, you know, I'm stealing from my family. I'm, I'm being a really bad person. What are you in here for? I was in the strip club spending 50 grand. Big bitch was shaking her ass on my face. And then I whipped out a gun on my live with a probably $200,000 chain. Okay. How can I help you? Maybe he's checking his ego. <laughs> but the, how the fuck does it... Wh wh where's a counselor get a degree in ego checking? <laughs> well, here's... here. This is... the. This is what I think about it. I love you, dude. Go this, off. This sis. is what I think about it. Go I off, think, sis. I think he's getting counseling because we talked about this the other the other week. The fortune and fame at a young kid. Yes. That could fuck with you, bro. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe he's trying to figure out a way that he can kind of like cope. Calm down. You know what I mean? Stop buying into the media, hyping them up and shit like that. Like be humble. 
that's probably what I think he's trying to work on being humble. Nope. Maybe. I, am I wrong? So here's my thing. I, I don't. Actually, based, I don't. Based on the optics, that's kind of how I see it. Yo, Fr. I don't disagree with you on that aspect. But my point is again, and I just, I just, I keep going back to the same question. What are you working on, bro? Like there was the only thing that has ever come out negative about John ja Morant was him involving violence and guns. And it's like, okay, but th again, that that's not a mental health crisis, bro. That's just that's it's it's immaturity. It, it's, yeah, well, yeah, things a, like that. That's right. He's but you don't to, go to a, count, a counseling center because you're immature. No, but he's trying to figure out a way to cope. He's trying to figure out, okay, how do I become a superstar? But like, stop getting myself involved in stupid shit because there's a lot of like outside, you know, uh, I don't know, fucking outside pressure, pressure, peer pressure. I get that though, but no influences what? like outside influences that can influence me to do something stupid that can really well, stop listening career. to little baby then because every time i see you dancing the little baby you got a fucking piece on that's why you got to check who's your your inner circle bro and that's what i mean and i understand that's that, not what a counselor again, does that's that's why i'm confused and that's what i'm genuinely asking and like you said i i actually really do understand what you're saying and i think you make a really good point because it's making me think a little bit but at the core of the issue i'm just trying to say like when I read that, that he was going to a counseling center, I'm like, okay, for what? And I'm I, like, I swear I'm asking people Twitter every for what? I just want to know what, what's it for? How is that going to help you when you, when they ask you why you're here and it's because I'm punching people in the face and threatening, threatening to shoot them and pointing a laser at him from a gun through a car. Like, okay, do you want to be a gangbanger? Okay, I don't understand how counseling could be it. That could be it. Like an know, identity maybe, crisis. Maybe he just he wants to be a gangbanger, but he, he's like, "Yo, I got I got a two hundred million dollar contract on deck. I need to get help ASAP maybe, okay. before I lose this." Maybe it's an identity crisis. I don't know, Phil. What do you think? No, this is a this. Where I got this? This is a this is so much easier than anything either of you two just said. He made a bigger. He, he made too big of a mistake. That everyone saw, and this is a massive PR. I nightmare. actually really agree with Phil there. This dude. is a PR it, nightmare for him and the NBA and right the Grizzlies, now. and they for the Grizzlies, and the PR team. That they're like, well, what do we do? We have to do something. We have to give the public something that says that we're doing something about this. So what do they say? They make up some bullshit and they say he's going to counseling. Phil, and what's, you know, what's he? What's he going to do at counseling? Nothing. But it's at least we're telling the public something. And Nick, That's you know what? what actually, to to piggyback off of Phil. What's one of the biggest, biggest issues in American politics? Gun violence. Yep. And now you have a star, exactly 23 years old, on the verge of becoming one of the best American basketball players, already a top 10 guy. In five years, could John Morant be the best American-born NBA player? Absolutely. Why couldn't he? Now you got him flashing guns everywhere and gun violence, something that's already a huge debate in American politics. Now you have kids looking up to him. So the PR stunt does make sense because that was my first thing was, why are you going to a counseling center in Florida? Dude? I was shocked when I heard it. Me too. I, well, Truth shocked. Me. I was more confused I again was like, than shocked because I'm just like, well, what? no, no, I'm shocked. I was shocked. Oh. I mean, he, he took time to go to Florida. I mean, so, so are, are we not believing him to that to he's going to counseling? It's not that I don't believe him for me. It's again, it, it's, I don't know how many times I can say it, bro. What are you getting counseling for? Like, I, I, I don't. I don't believe it. Yeah, like I actually no. no, I agree with Phil in that aspect. That yeah, it's a PR stunt. We have a major issue in the world with the whole with the whole gun debate, and we're not getting into that tonight. But we're we have an issue with gun violence. Mm -hmm. We have a completely divided country on gun violence, and you have one of the biggest celebrities and superstars in a massive market 
flashing a gun every two weeks, punching minors, running into his house, putting a gun in his waist, saying he'll blow his shit out. Then going on there, then there's reports of him leaving a club, pointing a laser through a car. The NBA doesn't want that publicity. And like Phil said, okay, so what is it? The NBA didn't suspend them. Colorado dropped dropped the thing, uh, the case against them, the investigation. The NBA didn't do anything. Now it's the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are handling it. Yo, Ja, say you're going to uh, a counseling thing. Make it look like you're taking the help that you need and go from there. If he doesn't come back for the beginning of the playoffs, I'll be shocked. Perfect. Wow. I just read something crazy. Hmm. Um, John Moran could cost himself $39 million in his next contract. Yeah. Cause they're already uh, saying that they may pull it. Powerade pulled well, it. No, it's because it's, it has something to do with making the all NBA team. Oh shit. And he was a lot to make it. Clay year. Thompson lost that. And he might lose 36 million or Clay Thompson million. lost Sorry. that money. Wow. I forgot. Clay Thompson did lose that money too. That's true too. I didn't even think of that. Shit. That's a lot of bread dog. Ah, but you know, I, hey, bro, I don't, I don't have sympathy for shit like that. I really don't because it's stupid and it doesn't need to be like that. You should have enough brains to do that. I don't care if you're 23, 33, 43, 26. You should have enough brains to not go on your Instagram live. I agree with that. That was fucking dumb as hell. Like, let's call it what it is. It was dumb as shit. Oh, and they're saying, oh, he wasn't but, drinking. All right, bro. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Look, was he I really not drinking? I get it. It's a big ass mistake, but yo, it's going to cost him $39 million. It's just a flash of gun in, in, in an Instagram live. Yeah, it should. Did he commit a crime? Yeah. He did. He traveled into an arena. He traveled on a plane with a gun that you're not allowed to do per NBA rules. Is he concealed, though? It doesn't matter. You're not allowed to have a gun with him. No, not not through the NBA. And not for nothing, it's dangerous as shit to be in a strip club with alcohol, coke, weed, and you have a a pistol on you? Well, it's also dangerous to be an NBA superstar in in public places, too. No, he rented out a, a private VIP room. That was confirmed? Yeah, it was. Interesting. Running out of a private VIP room. Hmm. he keep that thing on him, guys. <laughs> yeah. he keep that thing on him. Here's the thing. Bro. If he's just walking around and it's on his hip, I don't have a problem with Me that. Neither. I don't have a problem Me with either. that. No. Especially especially somebody of that social status. No, I get it. I get that. You got to protect yourself. Absolutely. You're so, so what's going on. I mean, never mind. That doesn't even have anything to do with it. But I'm just saying, I, I, I understand that. But what he did, no. He was trying to be cool. And you know what he did? You're right. He probably cost himself $39 million. That's a shame, bro, because he's he's only 23 years old, bro. He's such a baby well, compared look, to everybody. But Nick, here's yo. the thing. He got that's fucked up. He got off easy. So maybe because nobody got hurt. It wasn't, it didn't get worse. And if any, maybe it's gonna get better before it gets worse. Minimal damage. He's got to do this. I, it sucks because he, he's throwing away a great season where the West is wide open and it they have a chance to win. Too. Absolutely, it hurt so his maybe image. That's why he's going to counsel and it hurt his image. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with it. It can affect us personally because when, when you're at the high, bro, when you are that high in status and you feel so good about yourself and you're so accomplished and then you come back down to earth, everybody's on you about the yeah. gun. That could fuck with you a little yeah, bit, Yeah, but dude. the devil comes for you at they your always, highest. But they always say, don't get too high and don't get too low. Stay even kill. Stay even kill. And I, that's the reason, bro. That's exactly what happened. I don't know. LeBron James is worth a billion dollars. Well... LeBron James is a, he's an anomaly, bro. We don't see that often, bro. It, it's it's Shea Gilgis Alexander, Devin Booker, Luca, Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant. Well, they haven't won shit for them to, to feel like that. What did he win? Well, he maybe he feels self accomplished. 
came from a small oh, school. Oh, well, he's going to have State. a lot. Of, if he's really in there, he's going to have a lot of time to came think. For, came from a small school, Murray State, went to the Grizzlies, changed the whole organization around, and now they're 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 rocking and rolling, bro. He's one. He's regarded as one of the best NBA players, and he's a young. He's 23 years old. That could fuck with you, bro. I think that's exactly what happened. I think I think he just needs but to again change. to me but they're, they're two separate points. I, I see the PR stunt. Like I, yeah. I actually kind of like when I, now I'm processing the, the information. I'm like, all right, I can see that. Like that actually makes sense. It's it's called you know cover your ass, bro. That's exactly hundred percent. So I can see that angle. So I, I I don't I'm not I'm not gonna argue against that. I hope he I, look. I hope he if he really does go there. I hope everything works out. I hope he comes back and everything is cool, bro. I love John Moran. Me too. I'm a fan of John Moran. I love him, dude. Yeah, I hate. I mean, I started to hate the Grizzlies. They're my Buffalo Bills. They're, they're your Buffalo Bills, bro. They don't stop talking shit. They are, They've yeah. been to the second round, and they're talking about their dynasty. Insane talk. <laughs> All right, last NBA, and then we get on to the NFL and free agency uh, crazy stuff. Nick, give me your scariest team in the East and in the West. And by scariest, I mean a team you don't want to face, a team that could go on a deep run, and and uh, uh, things of that nature. Yeah, I'm going to go with the New York Knicks in the East. Um, right. I think they play. I think they play extremely tough. Um, I like though, you know, their roster the way it's constructed. I think their weak point is Mitchell Robinson. That guy is a fucking skeleton down low. He 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 he's he's worthless, bro. Fuck that guy. He can't even score eight points in the fucking game. I had his over seven and a half the other night and got me four points. I get you a seven and a half. Fucking insane, bro. But anyway, no. R.J. Barrett's playing extremely well. He's, uh, you know, they're gonna get Brunson back. Um, Grimes is a is a, he's a solid piece. Josh Hart. They got they uh quickly he could ball he's quick like literally quickly he is <laughs> a good player <laughs> no pun intended uh Obi Toppin he's he you know he plays some some tough minutes but that guy Hartenstein man I like the way he plays dude low key oh he he's a solid he's a solid defender uh solid rebounder I I actually like their their depth pieces um and I think when they get Brunson back they're gonna even be even scarier and of course I didn't even mention Julius Randle who's playing in a high level. Uh, I really like this team. He's I played every game this year. This this team is this team is is scary, bro. They they can they can beat somebody in, in the first round, one hundred percent. I agree. Who's your West? I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Or wait, I'll do my East and then then you go West. For me, I wanted to say Cavaliers. I mean, I'm sorry. I wanted to say The Heat Mm -hmm. because I know I said that I think their run's over. I said that, 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 that their window closed. Okay. But Jimmy Butler can still play. Spolster is a top three coach. Bam. Like they do, like there's just something now that's just making me feel like, you know, that's a scary team. Because I look at it and I'm like, okay, if the Sixers meet them in round one, you know, like I, I'm I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I get it. No. So, yeah, you weren't paying attention. No, I was. You, um, said, you said the heat. I got it, dude. I'm 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 with you. What the fuck are you talking about? I wasn't paying attention. So, I, well, I said, don't do me like that. I said what 10 other things that? in the middle, and you said, oh, yeah, you said the heat. No, I know, and I got your point. I'm just checking. I, I was I was just intrigued why you chose the heat, so, and then you made your point. I was like, wow, okay. It's that. I'm and shocked then, by it. But the real biggest threat in the East is the Sixers. But they're a top three seed, so I felt like they didn't fit. Well, Sixers are the hottest right now, so yeah. of course. But for me, it's the Heat. And like I said, I'm kind of contradicting myself because I think two weeks ago I said the Heat's window closed. 
But like I said, when I look at it, I just like, I'm like, damn. Um, Jimmy Butler's playing good again. And they're just, you know, they're, they're a gritty team. They play good defense. Their, their, their point differentials in the negatives, though. I know. That's kind of like, ugh, sustain. I know. But out of the If team, they played the Heat, though, in the first round, I'd probably lean Heat. Wow. I mean, the Heat are definitely, I mean, they should make the playoffs, right? They're they going to they they be in the play-in, probably. Yeah. You think they'll finish the seventh seed? I think they're going to be the seventh seed because they're three games behind. And the Knicks. The Knicks. And the Nets. They're four games behind the Nets. No. Yeah, because it goes by losses. Because you can make up losses. You can't make up wins. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, well, that's how I view it. If Damn, I'm wrong. Bro, check me. I like that. <laughs> well, I, I I don't view it that way. They, I, bottom line, they're down three games. Yeah. So when you see that, that's just the way I'm looking at it. I'm surprised, though. The Nets are hanging on. And that's what I'm talking about with KD. Yo. They got better. Michael bit. Bridges. I think they got a little bit better. Michael Bridges, whatever. He can play, dude. It's it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's sad that we didn't. We get, just let him walk it. like a fucking asshole. Pitiful. All right, who's your West? The Golden State Warriors. Period. Wow. Period, bro. They're the defending champs. They're the fifth seed. Nobody's talking about them. They're ten and a half games back of, of first place. Uh, I think you know. I mean, I know the West is kind of tight, but I think they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna finish around fourth, the fourth seed. I think the Suns are going to take a step back with KD getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a big loss for them. They got Steph back. They got Clay. They got Draymond, Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole back. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 locked and loaded. They're ready to go. They won two two in a row. They're seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, this team this team is prime and ready, dude. I mean, if they play home games, if they have home court, or if they have like a you know home court advantage in the playoffs, it's over, dude. They are lethal when it comes to being being at home. They're a different team, like. Them at home versus away. Is, is, well, I think they only have eight wild, wins. Bro. They only have eight wins on the road or seven Dude, wins on the road. Seven and twenty six. Yeah, they're on the road. They're twenty nine the and seven at home. That's amazing. That's that's insane, dude. Like that's that's two different teams, bro. Yeah, I know. But in the playoffs, you got to be able to win on the road at least once or twice. You have to, obviously. Yeah. Um. So I know you think I'm gonna pick the Lake Show, but I'm not. It's the Warriors. Oh, wow. We agree. I was shocked oh, when you said that. I was kind of pissed because I'm like, damn, and I was going to switch it real fast, wow. but I, I keep it a bean. I like that. The The Warriors are a team right now that just because of that road record, the entire NBA, that is really misleading. Mm-hmm. The only issue with the with the Warriors right now is they're not going to have Andrew Wiggins because he's dealing with a personal issue. Um, I hope everything's all right, but I don't, I don't know what that is. It's been tight-lipped. The Warriors are the scariest team, though. They are. And I would say after that would be the Clippers. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, I think the I Lakers. The Lakers are going on a run. The Lakers are not going to be in the play-in. They're going to be in the playoffs. That I guarantee. Dude, I can't trust the Clippers, bro. I know. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm one I of know. them people. I just cannot trust them. Yeah, but I am the same way, dude, with the Warriors. And I think a lot of people are overlooking them, and it's dangerous. Yeah, it's a big, big, big mistake. I won't be surprised if it wound up being them and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. They're overlooking them because of their record. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. The fun. series everybody needs. Warriors Suns. Steph versus KD. Well, is KD going to come back, though? He's coming back for the playoffs. I'm saying in the playoffs. You, you sure about that? They're saying he's going to come back with about 10, 10 or less games of no regular season. Confirmed? When? Yeah. Well, the last well, time they I were heard- talking about he's out for. They said he might be out for the regular season. But I think they're going to bring him back five or so games because they got to get some camaraderie and yeah, some, no, and some gel in there. Otherwise, they're going to be just they'll, 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 yeah. be, they'll be just and the nets. They're top heavy. They have no depth at all. Their bench is atrocious. But it's when you have Kevin Durant and Devin That's Booker, the price you, pay. you should be all right. True you story. should be able to go. And DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton's really good. 
Um, so that's that's where I am on that. Warrior Suns will be an awesome series. So KD's coming back with with that many games, but what is his injury? The, it's an ankle, but did they even like he rolled his ankle? It's like a, a sprained ankle. I don't know what grade it is though. Interesting. He rolled it during warmups. Do you ever did you ever see that before? Somebody go I, out for a few weeks, rolling their ankle in a warm-up. I've never seen that. I've never seen that, but I've never heard of somebody being out for uh, a month or well, they more. said if he if it was the playoffs, they would play him. But however, Nick, he just came off of an MCL issue and now an ankle issue. You gotta rest him. I get that. Because you just gave up everything to get him. So is he hurt? Yeah, absolutely, dude. You didn't see them roll his ankle? But should he play? If no. he's able to play right now. No. But you just said if it was the playoffs, he would be able to play. That's what they said, yeah. So why is that okay? So he's getting a rest. He has a legitimate injury. He A legitimate injury. Because you but, can push through that pain. I, I don't know, bro. Absolutely. But wouldn't you push through that pain for a paycheck? What do you mean? According to our, our rules, right, yeah. that we've talked about earlier in this pod, you said if you're if you're injured, then, yeah, you should get the pay. But if you can play and you are somewhat ailing, you should be able to play because you need to earn your paycheck. I'm taking well, I'm taking what paycheck. James Jones said. I don't know if that's true. James Jones came out and said that, that if the playoffs started now, KD would play. But if KD is choosing to sit out, he should be docked a game check. Okay. Absolutely. If you can play, you got to play. But again, he was he got legitimately hurt. But that's where the, it, the rules would never change, bro, because yeah. now you're drawing the line. You don't even know where you could stand. There, it, it's too grainy of a subject for I get you that. to even fall on, on either side. I know that, but my because thing is, dude, do both ways. I get that, but bro, he has a legitimate injury, dude. It's I not get like, it, but it's, if he could play, if if it was playoffs, if it was do or die, he could be out there. But yet, we are fourth in the Western. I Conference know. I got your point. I get it for a playoff spot because they. I think they are. Yeah, they're not locked to make no, the playoffs. No, no, they're and really it's not. You bring up a good counter argument to what I was saying, and I'm thinking about it now as I'm going back and forth with you, but. You know, it's it's, it's a it's weird, hard. it's, it's hard. a weird yeah. subject, bro. That needs at to that be... point you have to you have to like trust the player in a sense to make the right choice, mm -hmm. like play. But again, I watched him roll his ankle during that warm up. I did. Too. It's, it's a nasty roll. Yeah, like I know he's in pain. But James Jones said he could play, so it's like, all right. Well, at that point, no, I side with the player. Don't further injure yourself. But again, if you have an injury, I'm okay with it. If you're sitting out for rest, I'm not okay with it. Well, if the Suns need some, if the Suns need somebody to mop some floors, I'm your guy because I'll mop every fucking inch of that fucking hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> Make money. All right, let's go to NFL. I'm tired of this NBA talk now. Yeah, let's for, do the NFL. For, for. Hit it, Phil. <clears throat> I shouldn't even say anything. My bad. All right, Bears trade the first pick to the Panthers for DJ Moore, a 2023 first, 2024 first, 2023 second, 2025 second. Now apparently. The Panthers may trade down again. So they trade up. I don't believe that. To trade down. What sense does that make? I don't believe that. I, I think that's a <clears> bullshit <throat> thing. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I know. Actually, I do too, because I don't understand. No, I what think was the point. I think they got their quarterback. I think they know who they're going to take. I think they're just going to take the extra month to reevaluate. I think it's going to be Bryce Young. I think it's Anthony Richardson. Really? See, I, I, I don't think I don't think that. I think Anthony Richardson me measures up with the, the combine measurables. Looks great. But what about, what's his name? Mike Mamola. He had a fucking awesome combine. He him. almost took him, and he, he was the worst fucking draft pick of all time. So, yeah, like, there, there's a lot of things. I mean, He yeah, flopped like your fence. Like, you're going, yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up, bro. I, 
Go ahead. You pop. No, go ahead. Fine. Go off. I can't. <laughs> you hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. um, you just have to say that you're fine. You're not really fine. You just. I'm sad. Go ahead, theories. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, um, the the first round pick. No, yeah. I, the measurables. Yes, you you would draft them if if. if if he, if you were looking for the best measurables in the combine, yes, he's your guy. But your quarterback ain't broad jumping. He's not. It don't fucking matter. Can you throw the ball? Can you can you throw it accurately? Can you do it under pressure? Can you read defenses? Can you can you do all those things? Can you be a leader? Can you be all? Those can you throw guys matter? open? Can you throw guys Correct. open? Correct. Can you make the right play? Can you limit your mistakes? Can you read like everything that's going on? Like that. Those things matter in the game. So what? Based on his his college tape, he's not the best quarterback in this draft. No, Bryce Young is the guy. So I think they're going to go with Bryce Young. It's a brand you could trust. <laughs> Shout out James, right? <laughs> it's a brand you could trust. It's Alabama. I mean, look, the Alabama's quarterbacks haven't statistically or or historically haven't really panned out outside of probably Jalen Hurts in the last four or five. Maybe Mac Jones, if you want to throw in there, but you know, Max Max going to have a bounce back year. I mean, look, but yeah, I think they're taking the upside. They hit, he's he's been in a pro style offense. He's been with Saban. He's been coached hard. I think they're going to go for for uh, for because the the betting favorite right now, C.J. Stroud, which who, who they said that they loved. So I don't know. I I mean, there. I truly believe right now it's wide open. They could be doing that because maybe another team loves C.J. Stroud and they're 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 willing to go up and go get the number one pick. Maybe that could be the case. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's again, when you get the number one pick, you have a lot of ammo to just talk, spread rumors. Maybe they leapfrogged to the one because they knew the Colts would bite to get up there. And then now at four, one and two, it would be the Colts and Houston both need a quarterback. The Cardinals, they do need a quarterback, but they're not going to take one. No. And then at four, the Panthers, they could have richardson will levis or bryce young or whoever slides or whatever so maybe that's why they they wanted to do they just wanted to get to the front of the line but i, I doubt it i don't think so i i i don't think uh i don't think they're trading because back at that point you still lost dj Moore. you can't even recoup that so no, i that don't think make they're sense. trading back i think overall what's your thoughts on the trade overall uh i thought the bears smoked them i don't really understand what the panthers are thinking there to be honest um you alluded to this um Who's the wide receiver there? Well, they have LaVisca Chenault. They have Garbage. Smith. They Garbage. Have, uh, what is this? Terrace Marshall. Jr. Garbage. So it's like you're going to bring in that guy. You're going to bring in Stroud or Young or or Richardson or Will Levis, and it's going to be like, okay, so now who do you throw to? And they traded CMC last year. And they traded CMC. So, again, I just I, – and I thought the Bears, I mean, what they got back is, is ridiculous. Now the Bears – to complete their draft, need to go and draft B. John Robinson and set that offense up for the next five years. So what I'm looking at with the Panthers, it looks like the Bears and the Panthers swapped. Like the Panthers are now the new Bears. Yes. Say they're going to be a quarterback-centric team with no uh, offensive weapons and a decent offensive line. I think their offensive line is way better than the Bears. Oh, and, for sure. And their defense is pretty stout too, Carolina. I will, yeah. I will give them credit on that. So he, he is going to have – trouble on in terms of confidence like i i don't know how you i don't know how why you would put your young quarterback in the predicament like that personally i don't know and i i believe carolina's they had the second most cap space 
or or they, the Bears or they're in the middle of the pack, right? The, Bears, no, the Panthers. Oh yeah, they're in. They're, the Bears have yeah. the most. I'm not worried about the Bears. The Bears smoked them. Then Bears, they got they got a wide receiver one for highway for, robbery. They got a wide receiver one. They got four draft picks, two first, two seconds. They moved back eight slots in the draft. Okay, who gives a fuck? They moved back eight slots. You know who they're gonna take? And Jigma Smith from Ohio State, another wide receiver. So now they're gonna give Fields more. They're going to give him Smith, and they're going to have – I don't know if they take him. I do. I I think they do, Mike. Here's the problem. Why would you give up a second for Claypool? And then after you trade for uh, DJ Moore, why do you need another wide receiver? Because if you you don't think Chase Claypool is that guy, then what what were you doing giving up a second rounder for him? Because they're going to follow the model of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's exactly what they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing. They're going to draft. Well, the, the problem is the Eagles have the best O line in football. Well, they I need know. to go and build their offensive line. They I, need to draft a lineman at number eight. Totally agree. But they have a second round pick to get another lineman, a guard, a tackle, one of them, and they also have cap space to go out and go get that tackle. They can yeah. make a trade for maybe Tunsil or something. They can go get somebody on the offensive line. I know there's going to be a lot of offensive line. You know, veteran guides are going to be available. A la Shaq Mason from the Bucks, he's going to be available. Donovan yeah. Smith, left tackle from the Bucks, he's going to be available. He's they're already available. They can go get all of them. They can go get those guys re rebuilt that offensive line, and then they're back in. They're back in. I mean, no, they're going to. They're they would. You they get, would be a top team in that division. You get three solid guys, three, four solid guys. Add a couple, you know, depth pieces just in case. You're going to be okay. Well, man. I think even with three because you have Fields' legs. Right. Right. Exactly. But then, but that's my. That's why I think they're going to take a wide receiver. Because it sets him up long term too, you know what I mean. Because DJ yeah. Moore is going to want to get his bread uh, after his contract's up for sure, and so is the other wide receiver if he produces. But like you're going to have weapons now, and you know their their running game is is what it is. It's Montgomery, right? It, or what if they trade? They just got all those picks. What if they trade one of them for D Hop? They could then they draft well could. then draft an offensive lineman and still tr- and still get Tunzel or Shaq Mason or Donovan it, Mitchell. It really that. depends on who they love more. Do they love? You know, uh, Smith from Ohio State more than uh, uh, you know the lineman there at nine. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's it's a it's a great question. They could also move up in the draft. They could move up. They have ammo to move up. A lot of it, but they, I don't think they would move I don't up. Because why up not? Why would you wreck that? You have tons of high quality picks. Their plan. Their plan. What I saw in this trade was this is the plan. If Justin Field doesn't pan out, we have our first round pick next year and we're going to have the Panthers. We're banking on the Panthers to be dog shit again. It's going to be another high draft pick. We have two picks. If I want to move up and go get my quarterback next year, I can do that. I can trade fields, get something from him and use those two picks that I have now and go get my quarterback and then get the compensation from fields. Now look, now you're back into, you you are back into the fold cuz then you also have those two other second round picks. You could also use the trade for other pieces or use it up for next year in draft. They have ammo. Dude, the that's only the way this works out for the Panthers, because there's no price tag on getting your franchise quarterback. If they nail the pick, whether it be Stroud or Richardson yeah. or, or Young, there's no price too much. It doesn't matter. So the Panthers gambled. I don't know if it'll work out, but we'll, we will see. No, well, well I, I think this is a lot of pressure on Justin Fields. Oh, I think absolutely. A lot of people, nobody's talking about it, but if he does not produce, bro, he is out in Chicago. I'm telling you, dog. I'm telling you. They ain't getting it. They're not accumulating. Picks. Oh no, this is a, this is a prove it year without a doubt. It's not even a question. This is a hundred percent a prove it year because now it's gonna be like all the question marks are out. We got you the wide receiver, now wide we, receivers. Yes, and we're gonna get you to the offensive line. What the fuck can you do if they are a bottom ten team again? You can bet the house on it. He's out. And if Rodgers goes to the uh, the Jets, the Vikings, 
the Vikings trade Cook. Yep. They just lost Thielen. Who knows what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins? The Lions, I mean, I think the Lions will be better, but they should be, they should compete in that division. You can't lose to Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins, and um, Jared Goff. They you also, should be able to compete with those three guys. They also got a couple of defensive pieces. They got yeah. the uh, Tremaine, uh, Tremaine Edmonds from... Um, and TJ Edwards. And TJ Edwards. They got him from bro. Buffalo. They got, they got... Yeah, they got yeah. some great pieces. I forgot to mention that. Good job. So yeah. They got two linebackers that, that they lacked for their defense. So their defense... After trading Roquan Smith. Their defense can be even better. Yep. yep. Exactly. So, look, I, I think the Bears home run... This this trade made every sense in the book from it, it it covers them this year and it covers them in the future. Yep. Because like I said, if Fields doesn't pan out, they have ammo to go to go get that. They're in a win-win. If Fields plans out, you're good. They if have, Fields stinks, you have every tool you need to go get your quarterback. The Bears have a stack deck. It yeah. just depends on how they how, how they spend. Shout it. out to Ryan Poles. Yeah, he did an awesome excellent job. Yep. I don't know how I feel about Matt Eberflus, but we'll find out on that. Jets optimistic to land Aaron Rodgers. They just signed Alan Lazard to a uh, 20, 20, well, it's 42 million, I think, what? 20 million guaranteed. It's, what? Something like that. Did that just, did that just break? You didn't know they signed Lazard this afternoon? No, I didn't. I know they were they were in talk, but I didn't know that I didn't know they they actually signed. Yeah, him. you was fixing oh, wow. your fence. Four years, I was fixing my fence. My felt, yeah. For everybody that knows, <laughs> and you've been watching for the entire hour, my fence fell, so that's why he's alluding to. So yeah, just just roll with it. I love the demise. Yeah, I know you do. I he love loves it. Though. I love that fucking Anything demise. Anything that happens to me negatively, he has a kick out. I of love it. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Real friends, man. How many of us? Yeah, how many of us, motherfucker? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Four years, forty-four million. That's a lot of bread for for Lazard. Well, only twenty millions guaranteed. I mean, look, I get it. They're trying to get Aaron Rodgers to come there, but is 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 that a done deal? Well, now Aaron Rodgers gave a list of people he would want. It was Alan Lazard, <laughs> Odell Beckham, Randall Cobb, and Mercedes Lewis. For what it's worth, Mercedes Lewis had six catches for sixty-six yards last year. Say these names again: Randall Cobb, yeah, Alan Lazard, uh -huh. Odell Beckham. And Mercedes Lewis are the are the players that Aaron Rodgers wanted to target. So my question is, when he was in Green Bay and wasn't winning, it was man, he ain't got no wide receivers. So now he wants to go to the Jets and bring the same wide receivers. Well, no, they have Garrett Wilson. They well, have besides, Garrett Wilson's a stud. A stud. What's going to suck is Corey Davis. He's probably going to get cut. Elijah Moore, yo Philly, sign Elijah Moore as your three. I don't think he, I think he's going to stay. I don't because he would be the odd man out if they if they just sign Lazard. If you no. have Wilson, Lazard, and OBJ, I don't think OBJ. I think OBJ is smoking mirrors. I think Elijah Moore is really good. I think he just needs an opportunity. Me too. No, no, I agree with you. Right now, I would rather have Elijah Moore. I'm just saying I don't. I just I think that if they bring in Odell Beckham, they're going to pay for him. He's not going to ride the pine. Well, Elijah, Elijah Moore's Moore still a rookie deal. deal. He'll be a he'll be a four. Yeah, but he's not going to accept that. I agree. He's going to want to get traded. Okay, I see. Philly, bring him in. So. So wait a minute. So you're naming all these names, and you know, you know what's funny about it is that when when Brady went to the Bucks, he was not he was not pulling out these mid ass names. Nope. He was going after the big big fishes. So what that tells me, and and they all accepted. They all wanted to play with Brady. Where is all this love from the superstars that for for Rogers? I don't see anybody coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, I, I would go to New York for Rogers." Hundred percent. I I don't hear that shit. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. That's the that's the weirdest. That's what that's what that that tells me everything I need to know between the two quarterbacks. Right there. 
That right, that right there just tells me everything I need to know, bro. I don't know where Aaron Rodgers stands. I have no idea. Like, are they going to sign all them and then he's going to he's going to retire? <laughs> what if he does that? That would be the funniest thing in the entire world. So, I had a theory about the Rodgers thing, and this was if he wasn't if if the whole Jets thing was kind of smoke and mirrors. Because yesterday there was a lot of buzz about him going to the Jets. It was a done deal. He was going to there. He Trey Wingo said it. Yeah, but now as time has passed. It's gotten quieter and quieter and, and quieter. And now nobody's saying, and there, now nobody, even Pat McAfee, say, I can't confirm anything. He's I going haven't. on Pat McAfee's show tomorrow at one o'clock. Okay. Well, then maybe he'll confirm that. I, I doubt he would break the news like that, but I think he's going he's gonna to give you a deadline. Sure, maybe. But the thing is, it's like Aaron Rodgers on a podcast, Pat, Pat McAfee's show, he said, You don't know shit about my personal life. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I think he's telling the media, you guys are being foolish. You guys, everybody's jumping on this Jets bandwagon because you guys, everybody listens to the media. They don't even know me personally, and they're already making decisions for me. Do you think that could play a role in it? Do you think Rodgers is kind of fucking with the media a little bit? Oh, saying, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, I told you, you guys don't know anything about me. Everybody said I was going to the Jets. Here I am staying with Green Bay. Well, Aaron Rodgers has a knack for just being an enigma. He loves that. So like for me, I think he takes like, he appreciates what he does. He giving the media a, a taste of their own medicine with the vaccine thing. Yeah. He knew exactly what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And in a weird way, cause I've grown to really love this guy personally, not as a football player, but in a weird way, I kind of understand them because how many times have reporters jumped a gun instead of trying to be right? They're just yeah. trying to be first. And then what do they do? They stay. It's a smear campaign. So like for him holding off, like I kind of, in a way I'm like, all right, dude, like I understand it. Yeah. So that's my thing. It's like, all right, dude, like I'm going to mess with the media. Everybody thinks I'm going to the jets. However, it's unfair to the jets and the Packers and all the other players that are trying to do shit. That it is unfair on. Like, I like he should look. There's no time limit on it. Free agency just oh, started. I'm sorry. You're interested in my services. Correct. That's I'm what not I'm trying here to massage your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I wish you were. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not here to to to. I'm not here for that. I'm here to do my job. Whether you want to do it or like, whether you want to believe in me or not, I don't really give a fuck. I'm here to do my shit. So I understand what you're saying. He's doing a disservice to all them, but. That, that's not his that's not his you know priority. what else i gotta say though dude my thing is is when he was in green bay he had no say of who they were signing and all that because he was complaining about that he said i should have a say in the hiring of people who directly affect my job i, I should be involved in this conversation he should he should be involved in this all right you can't win with the young guys that's cool who do you want i want lazard that's my main man all right go get him who else you want i want odell what he's doing for cobb i get it because if if cobb's not with aaron Rodgers, he's not going to get signed has he earned that respect though has he earned that? Yes, and you're no. telling some. That's like me going to my boss and telling him, "Yo, we got to get rid of him, him, and him, and him, and him. We got to bring this guy and this guy and this guy." You think he's gonna listen to me? Think about that. No, but it's it's. I haven't it's earned tough. it. I haven't shown you. Something I know, but that he I, has won a Super Bowl. He's won MVPs. Like right. I get it. But when you bring him there, are you guys an instant Super Bowl contender? I say no. Bro, he hasn't won a Super Bowl since I was like 18, 17, 18 years old. Bro, I'm thirty. <laughs> I know. No, I know. I, I, you hear me. I've been fighting about Aaron Rodgers on the show for two 20s, years. He's never won. I know. Not 21.
<laughs> but my thing is, is like I, I feel like he has earned that, that he can he can request players he wants to play with. I do. I believe he's he's in that tier. I agree with you. I just I don't I mean he's looking out for Randall Cobb. I like that. Because if you were bum juice and I was a quarterback, I would say, like, yo, bring on my man theories. Yeah, bro. Bring on no. <laughs> that's crazy. Go get Randall theories. That's wild, yo. So that's no, I, but, so like I that. understand that. I get it. I, I just don't. My thing is the whole Rodgers thing, it would be fucking sweet where he would just like, yo, I told it. Everybody believes I'm going to the Jets. Meanwhile, I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm staying in fucking Green Bay. You can't do that. I'm going to get D-Hop. I'm going to get OBJ. I'm going to get all them boys. You, you want Alan Lazard? Good. Get him off our books. We're going to get the other guys. That would be fucking fantastic, bro. Because you're right. He's complaining about the guys that he's playing with. But yeah, I mean, like he does like Alan Lazard, though, in fairness. But I mean, is there a huge difference? Between Christian Washington and Garrett Wilson, they're both going to be second-year players. Christian Watson looked all right in his last final. Right. I know looked, Garrett Wilson won offensive rookie. Of he's year. just not. He's in, he's in as, as polished as Garrett Wilson. Correct. Garrett Wilson's outstanding. He's, he's going to be an excellent. He's going to be a wide receiver one next year in fantasy. Yeah. So, but so do you think Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets? Slam dunk. Yes. Hundred percent. As soon as they signed Alan Lazard, yes. I'm at eighty-five. I think there's a little. There's something going on, bro. Uh, I just think it's Aaron Rodgers saying, I'm going to take my time. You don't control me. And that's, I think it's plain and simple. And I think that in a world of instant gratification, people don't value time. I mean, bro, the the players that he's trying to bring on is is insane though. I mean, well, Mercedes yeah, I, I, Lewis is crazy. Here's the thing. I mean, look, they're locker room guys and I get it. And, and maybe it's not as crazy now that I'm thinking about it because maybe they could be, they could help the younger locker room in the jets because they are a young team. So maybe bringing veteran guys to help lead by example would be a great thing for the Jets. But those guys should be able to contribute too in other ways. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. He also needs offensive line help. Chris Broussard put out an awesome stat today. Green Bay was a top five offensive line. The Jets were like bottom two or something like that. Oh, so Aaron Rodgers hasn't felt the pressure yet. Nope. Mm, he's going to learn. Yeah, you're going to learn today. He's going to learn. So if he goes to the Jets, where do you see them? Where do they stand? I, I'm not. I'm not willing them to make them the division winners, as of yet. Oh no, me neither. I think they'll be the favorite. I don't. I do, because Buffalo lost a lot of pieces. Jets are gaining. Well, the Jet, but Miami. Miami's not going nowhere, and now you have Jalen Ramsey as your second best corner. Mm. Miami's the favorite. Miami's the on right the radar. And then I would have the Jets, and I would have the Bills third. Miami's on the radar, but they have a lot of question marks, especially a quarterback. Because if Tua goes down again, what do you have? Mike White. Okay. Well, he's he's a backup. Or Brady. Who? Brady. Brady. I mean, I, I, that, that would be nuts. But, I mean, Mike White's a backup, bro. Yeah. No, I, I know. I know. I was only kidding. Like, it's two or a bust. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it, you're putting all – I'm not I'm not going to put all my eggs in, in a Tua basket, bro. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to go with somebody who's been a little bit more of an Iron Man than Tua. FR. Which would be Aaron Rodgers. So on the subject of the Dolphins, they trade a third-round pick for Jalen Ramsey and pick up Tua's fifth-year option. Um, I love them picking up Tua's fifth-year option because we've seen when he's healthy, he can play. Uh, Jalen Ramsey for a third, I believe that's a steal. I, I believe they got kind of hosed a little bit. but A third-round pick for Jalen Ramsey? Yep. Come on, fam. Because Bring up this weird stat. No, well, I'm not bringing up any stats. The oh, bottom line is, the bottom line is, you traded a third round pick and now you're paying a cornerback 36 million guaranteed the next two years. 
It's a lot of money, it's bro. 20 this year and 16 next. Exactly. But is Jalen Ramsey worth that much money? Dude, if you look at his play, dude, he got traded for two first round picks in, at, at, the, at, at age 24. Yeah. At age 28, he got traded for a third rounder because Nick, he that's had a fucking wild. But, dude, the, uh, the cornerback drop off, the Mike. cornerback opposite of him on the Rams was trash. But there's a drop off. He's going to be much improved with Xavier Howard on the other side of the ball. Maybe. Yeah. Because he, well, they got a steal for a third rounder. What? Yeah, but you got to understand, you paid a third round pick and you also got to pay him 36 million guaranteed. That's, that's why the pick, that's why the pick is so low. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because I'm just it's saying, like, but right, we'll give you a third rounder because we got to pick up his contract. That's that, that's why it's it was yeah. so low. I mean, he's a, I I I don't, I'm not trading our first for him. Oh no, but, hell no. I put a second round pick, maybe a, like a, like a late second. If, the, if he came to the Eagles and they traded a third round pick, absolutely. Yeah, but you also got to pick up the contract. I mean, look. Oh, I know that. I, I mean, know. That. If you look at the money being spent, Bradbury got three years, thirty-eight million. To me, the Eagles got to fucking steal it. If I can absolutely. have Bradbury for three, three years, thirty-eight million, as opposed to Ramsey with thirty-six million guaranteed for the next two years, and I paid a third round pick for him, I'm taking Bradbury. Every so day. am I all day long. That's why I think it was kind of like a. It looks great on paper. I think. I think in the grand scheme, I actually think the Rams did something good. It, here's the, it fits the timeline for the Dolphins. It fits perfectly because I, if they believe yes, two is their yes, guy, yes, yeah, I agree. You have two. You have this year to figure it out. It's his fifth year, and he's won a Super Bowl, so he 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 has that pedigree to he him. Can I bring totally it to agree. Them. Yeah, but in terms of the Rams, I love this deal for him. They got something for him. Uh, you know, an an, an aging superstar. I felt like corner. they could have did better. Though. I thought they could have got a second for him. Yeah, but the, the the key for them was getting the money off the books because they were already in in, in cap casualty with it, yeah. you know the Bobby Wagner con uh, contract last year. You know, uh, paying Aaron Donald all this money, Cooper Cup, Stafford. Stafford. They have a lot of money on the book. So them trying to clear the deck and getting rid of Jalen Ramsey, where he's at his peak, like next year, he's gonna be he's gonna be less. They should trade they Stafford. The they should they should trade Stafford now. They need to start recouping now because that team they have no corners. I like what they did. I don't mind it. I but think they, they don't got, have I, they don't have any corners. That's okay. But they didn't even make the playoffs last year. Stafford, who knows what he's gonna be when he comes back. I you just draft think, the corner. I think you it's draft the corner, or you have somebody in house that you that you believe in. It's over for the Rams. I, yes, I I I firmly believe so. Yeah. But you know, I mean, Sean McVay is a good coach, so you know, he, you never know. Yeah. You really don't, man. I mean, look 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 at Baker. Baker looking like he's going to get another shot in the NFL based on his his time with the Rams. Yeah. So the Rams are going to be good offensively. It's going to be their defense, but yep. we'll see. All right, Jimmy G goes to the Raiders. Three years, sixty-seven and a half million, with thirty-four million guaranteed. Do you think it's an upgrade from Derek Carr? Yes. Wow. I do, I I'm do. shocked. So and, do I. And I, I I like Derek Carr. That's why I'm shocked I that you said like that. I just like Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G has won. He's proven. He's, he's won 53. Super Bowl. He's 53 and 21 as a starter. Derek Carr is 21. 63. <laughs> <laughs> he's 63 and 79 as a starter. Jimmy G is yeah. better than Derek he's Carr. Off, now, look, I feel like it sucks for them because they lost Waller today to the Giants. We'll get to that in a minute. But. He had the league's leading rusher and the best wide receiver in the game. And you and you won six games. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, bro. Yep. Derek Carr is what he is. And with Jimmy G now, he's familiar with um McDaniels. McDaniels. Correct. I Love think it. I think that if you set the over and under right now at six and a half games, I think it'll be around five, six and a half games. I take the over. Me too. I think the Raiders, this is the year now. If Josh McDaniels is any type of coach. This is the year where I think the Raiders could be that team. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I don't I don't know yet, but that's a really hard division, and the AFC is loaded, Yep. especially if Rodgers goes to the Jets. But I think that that's a team that can be in that seventh seed running. 
I absolutely do, if, especially if Jimmy G stays healthy. Dude, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think I love this deal. And I now think... they have more money to go get defensive players. They just got Epps. That defense, that defense should be improved. You can go spend now and get a corner or two, get a safety, get a linebacker. Like you can now build because he's so cheap. I think it's only like 23 or $25 million. Yeah. This year, it's well, cheap. The Raiders, they just traded Darren Waller to the Giants. Um, so they have Foster Monroe as their backup tight end. I forgot they about could, Foster Monroe. They, they, they could also be in a tight end market as well. Um, but yeah, I, I love this move for him. This tells me that Josh McDaniels is like, fuck this. This is my last year. I need somebody that can come in here and run my system. Somebody who has familiarity with what I do and, and can produce at the same time. I have Devontae Adams. I have Hunter Renfro. We just signed Jacoby Myers, which, by the way, is an underrated signing. That dude can run the who? entire tree. Jacoby Myers. Oh, I Raiders. know. I know. I'm actually, I'm damn it. I meant slam to add that dunk, in here. Slam dunk. They got three wide receivers. They, he, traded, they traded the headache of, uh, of Waller. Yep. They, 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 uh, franchise tagged Jacob. So he's coming back. This team looks like they're going to be primed. I think they're going to be Hunter right. Renfro is going to have a big bounce back year because Jacoby Myers on the outside. Now you get Hunter Renfro back in the slot. They are going to be fine. Jacoby Myers is an underrated signing because he's a good football. He's a good wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the move for him. I, I'm happy for Jimmy G. I hope he stays Super healthy. underrated, bro. I'm happy for Jimmy G. I hope he stays healthy because he gets so disrespected. And if he makes the playoffs with the Raiders, I don't want to hear anything else with, about this guy. I don't want to hear shit. He's a winner. Yeah. Period. I, I, I love it. I think it's a great deal. I, I, I think it's really less risk, tr truthfully. Yeah. Three years, sixty-seven and a half million, thirty-four million guaranteed. All right, if Jimmy G doesn't work out this year, no problem. We we good. quarterbacks pay thirty-five million a year. Yeah, that's what they are. So if if it doesn't work out, okay, he got he got I, his money and he bounced. I got news for you. I'd I take Jimmy G over Daniel Jones. Me too. I take De I take Derek Carr over Daniel Jones. Me too. I I think Jimmy G slept on. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna shine with the Raiders. I do. I I, I really like it. I like the him and McDaniel's uh, combination. Yep. I think it's good for and, Vegas. And, and and when he had McDaniel's in in New England, when he did play, when Brady was out, when during you know due yeah, to it was all right. They was all right. But New England never had a wide receiver like Devontae Adams. They never had wide receiver like Hunter Renfro. I mean, outside of Edelman. Yeah. I mean, all they had was Edelman. Now they have fucking three headed monster. And you have a good running back on top of that. Yeah, I mean, look, look, sky's the limit for them. If they can clean up that defense, they're gonna be they're gonna be a team to watch. They'll be man. formidable for sure. Yeah, they, definitely. All right, Austin Eckler requests a trade after no deals reached. Um, that's wild. I'm shocked. Me too. I am wildly shocked because I think he's one of the best running backs in the league. If he's, not the best, and I think Ezekiel Elliott right now is the reason no running backs are gonna get paid for a while. Sadly, it's crazy. Like a running back isn't get. I thought Josh Jacobs was gonna get a 15 mil. Deal, but nobody's touching that because Ezekiel Elliott literally got that, had one good year, and has been garbage since. Mm -hmm. Um, who do you think would be the best fit for him? I'm upset because I'm upset because I wanted it to be the Eagles because him on the Eagles would have been be stupid, amazing, stupid. But we signed Rashad. If Tom changed, she wouldn't get a penny. <laughs> they did, yeah, I know. Well, he'll be on the IR Yo, week by week, too. Well, here's the thing if he does, if he could play 12, 13 games for them. High upside, dude. Yeah, I mean, you're paying for but the it's upside. It's cheap. It's cheap. But behind that offensive line, who knows? Yeah. Him, Gainwell, and Byr and Boston Scott, I'll yeah. take it. I think uh, the best destination for Eckler would be the Buffalo Bills. The problem is, I don't. I think they're 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 also in cap. Can't afford them. Can't afford them. Um, but if I had to go down a list of teams, you know, 
Um, man, that's tough, dude. I, I personally, I, I think the Buffalo Bills are the best destination. What about the Chiefs? Uh, the Chiefs malt now because it's in, it's 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 in the same division. There's no way they'll trade them there. I don't oh think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I don't think so. That would be crazy. Um. Oh, uh, and not for nothing, Pacheco looks like a home run. Pacheco. So is a home run. I, I I just remember Pacheco. So he would be great. Another team that that that, that would surprise some people, <laughs> the Saints. Saints. I mean, what's Kamara's no, status? Cap, they have cap hell. You think so? Yeah, they can't afford them, especially with. Well, Derek they Bowman. moved a little bit of money around with uh, Cam Jordan and Michael Thomas, but I don't think they have enough. What about the uh, the Dolphins? Oh, they well, they they, they, they just, got Ramsey. They just signed Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, Ramsey. Right, right. Two, two yeah, years, like four million or something. Oh, they did sign Fucking, him. Yeah. Oh, all right. He works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I I mean, look, the best it, fit is the Chargers because if the Chargers lose him, they will feel that. Do you think they're going to lose him? No. Too I don't important. think so either. Too important. I think so. I mean, who's another sleeper team that we could think of? What's the audience think? Who do you think was the best fit for Mr. Austin Eckler and yeah, his services? Because that, that dude's a beast, bro. He's getting 20 touchdowns a year. But, oh, I got a team. Chicago Bears. Oh, that could work. Ton of cap space. Him and Justin Fields in the backfield. Good luck on, on the RPO. I like it. I like it. I like it, bro. Okay. Him talk. That is him talk. I didn't think about the Bears. Wow. You got to think more. I do. The, uh, no, the Broncos are in the same division. Um, wow. What about the Ravens? Nah. J.K. Dobbins, but he's he's garbage. Ah. Uh, Man, that's tough, dude. I, I I gotta be honest with you. I think the only destination that makes sense to me is the Bills, but I don't know if the Bears and the, and the Bears, Bills and the Bears are the only teams that make any sense. Yeah. Falcons, no. I mean, if you run down the teams, I I, I don't see a fit. I, I I don't see a fit there. You you know, uh, look at the Eagles division. It ain't happening. Commanders maybe. Nah, Brian Robinson's a good good running back. Correct. Dallas, no. Nah, T Tony Pollard. There's nobody left. <laughs> yeah. Bear, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears make sense. Okay. And I'm, the Bears have the capital to give them a, a higher pick. I'm with you, bro. All right. You got my attention. Major. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Lamar Jackson to consider sitting out the season with a contract without a contract. Do you think anybody offers them? Because I heard an interesting theory by Get Nick Wright, and it made a lot of sense. What's his theory? He thinks that if somebody's going to offer Lamar Jackson a contract, it would be after the draft. Because like the Colts or something, because hear me out. The Colts have a high pick at number four. They could draft a guy they want, like a, a lineman or, or you know, whoever they want, corner or whatever, because they just traded Gilmore. Now, if you trade for him after the draft, you lose those two first-round picks, but for the next two years, but you get your quarterback. But this year, why would you ruin getting rid of that fourth pick when you can go get a stud? That actually makes a lot of sense. And he fits Shane Steichen's scheme. But does will Lamar go to the Colts? If they offer him $200 million, of course. I think winning has to be a part of this formula too, though. He would win with there. You think so? Him? I mean, look, Michael Pittman would be the best wide receiver he's ever played with. Jonathan Taylor, best running back he's ever played they with. They play in the Dome. They play in the Dome. I can't see Why not? the Colts, though. It's an easy division. Well, no, you got the Jags now. But him and Trevor Lawrence would battle. I think the Atlanta Falcons make the most sense. I, I'm kind of shocked about this. I don't know if anybody's going to offer them. And I think it's a collective effort of this is coming down. collusion of who blinks first, but I think it's collusion amongst GMs because they don't want to give guaranteed contracts. And I also think that, you know, who else is hoping, collusion, hoping for it to not happen? Yeah, they're all banding together well, and saying like, yo, do not offer him a contract. 
But do you know who else is winning from that? Agents. Because if he gets the fully guaranteed contract he needs, other players might be like, well, why do I got to give him 10%? I could do it myself. Lamar just did it. Could be bad for business. I I I don't think anybody's going to offer him anything. I think this is going to come down to uh, the offseason. I think it's going to be literally like late into training camp. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a camp holdout situation, dude. I think it's going to be really ugly. I, I I I would be shocked if Lamar Jackson plays next year. Wow, the way this holy is trending. shit! I'm telling you, this, I think this is going to go right into camp. If nobody offers him, he's not signing a tender. Why the fuck would I? I'll, I'll sit out for 32 million. I'll sit the fuck out. I don't give a shit. I'm sitting the fuck out, and that's it. Because he's got to sign that thing, the tender, and then he's a, he, and then he's able to play. But the problem is with that whole thing is until he signs that tender, he can't get traded. He can't get traded, bro. So he has to sign it in in in, in order for, for the yeah. Ravens to move him. I, I feel so bad for I'm him. Telling dude, you, this he is mo- going to training camp, Mike. This is gonna be in training camp. It's gonna be a big thing. He's gonna hold out and it's gonna be a nightmare. When you see Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray's Daniel Jones getting contracts, man, and Lamar Jackson, an MVP, 45 and 16 is a starter. Led the league in touchdown passes his MVP year. I don't understand it, man. I what am under- I missing? I do understand it though, because the amount of money he's asking for is not maybe that that might the Ravens might be uncomfortable giving somebody the two hundred million dollars guarantee. Well, they're bro. gonna be more uncomfortable when they win five games for the next five years and don't have an MVP on their roster with it. those bullshit wide receivers. I get it, but you're not gonna sacrifice what you stand for as an organization for one player. You're not. All right. Well, you, you know, don't you sacrifice your core values for 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 what's Bro, going on. Get the, get stop with the core values, dude. You don't. What is their core values? Not be good. I'm just saying. Maybe they don't they don't believe in a quarterback centric contract like oh, that. Oh well, that's fine. And then you know what you you're not going to believe in winning, and that's perfectly fine. And Ravens, have fun. The Ravens have never been that though. Bro, oh, I understand that, but this. you know what a true sign of intelligence is? Changing your opinion with new information. But that's not the culture they built. Hey, sometimes you got to change the culture a little bit. Look, one circumstances team, change. One team may, may believe in paying a quarterback two hundred million. The other team may not believe in that. Maybe when they you believe have in somebody s- serviceable who can get us there because we have a good defense. We run the football. We could do all these other things. You run the football. Your running backs get hurt. I get it. Days. I get it. But that's their system. They believe in. They believe in that system. It's what they do. Well, the for them, run the football and play good defense. I hope they leave. They've them. never Let's been see. a passing elite team. They've never been that way. So I don't know. You know what I mean? I I, I don't. Maybe they maybe they don't believe in in the long term ability of. We Lamar will find Jackson. out. Because he got, like I said, he got hurt the last two years. That didn't help his case now. Yeah. It didn't help his case. I know. It's whether it's fair or not. It's just if I'm paying somebody two hundred million dollars and the guy's coming off of two two knee injuries, I, I'm looking at it like, all right, dude, maybe I'm not gonna pay this guy two hundred million dollars. I'll give you the three year 133 million guaranteed, but I ain't going above that. Maybe that's a fair I, I, I see yeah, the it's tough though, I see that angle, but it, but when you look at Daniel Jones getting 160 million, you're getting uh, Geno Smith three years, 105 with 52 million guaranteed in, in the first year. When you look at these contracts, you you do feel bad for Lamar. You do, bro. I, I I see what you're saying, but the way the situation he's in, he's in, he's he's with a team that doesn't necessarily believe in that and that mantra of building a team. That's how I see it. That's yeah. the, because if if they did, they would have paid him. They would have paid him already. And that's what I, I don't understand. Like the, to me, it, it, it screams they don't believe in the long-term ability of paying somebody two hundred million dollars coming off two two injuries. Yeah. Period. I know. Well, that's a, what it looks because like. Because if you do that, you are in cap hell. Who can we sign? How we? How do we get weapons? Now you. Now you're. you're well, they don't come. have them now, and he was on a rookie deal. So I, again, where's the money? Defense. 
Defense has the defense won you anything? No, but it could. It hasn't. It could. It could if my quarterback would have stayed healthy all all all. Oh, uh, well, why? Tyler Huntley's fine. You don't believe in paying your quarterback, so there's your backup. You have Tyler Huntley. How did that playoff game work? The playoff game you should have won. How'd that work out for you? You got Tyler Huntley. There's your mantra. There's your team building. I'm just saying. I'm all. I'm. I'm you're going off of Tyler Huntley. I'm looking at like players like Derek Carr, mid those those kind of guys, mid, like, the mid. guys that have experience and have and have been there before. But like, Nick, you have to understand, bro. Like I'm just saying, those wide receivers are garbage. They stink, dude. So do you think what's his name? Uh, Marquise Brown stinks. Yeah, he's good. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. I'm yeah. talking about. I was talking about this year. Besides yeah. Hollywood Brown, but Hollywood Brown didn't. Wasn't he injured? He was injured, I think. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. My ass. You know, he was injured. Mm -hmm. Rashad, yeah, Rashad yeah, Bateman, yeah, Mark Andrews. You want Bateman in yes? He was, <laughs> he was injured all year too. You want Kirk in your mouth or Bateman in yes? <laughs> but my thing is, is that they were always injured. They're, he was throwing the Devin Duvernay. He was on Juddy squad, but he's poop. Okay, but if you are the quarterback of that team, you have to get him better. That's that's your job. That's fucking insane. He Why did. Did he? Yeah, he was eight and three before he went down. He was perfectly fine, Lamar. I know, but what I'm saying is, you make your wide receivers better. And he did that. He did just that. So then, why are we naming these wide receivers? So like they had, they, like, the, like because, they no, everybody. because I'm using those wide receivers because they stink. Lamar Jackson was making them better, therefore Lamar Jackson should earn more money. I don't know. Maybe. We'll maybe. see. Remember, two injuries. That's the result you're going to get, brother. Mm -hmm. It's just the way. It's the name of the game, cause I don't. Would, would you pay somebody two hundred million dollars if they just had two two knee? Yes, because an injury no could happen at any are, time. Bro. No an injury, shot, dude. an injury could happen at any time. No shot, you are, dude. No shot. But when other players got it, you have to. You have to pay them. You don't have to. You can trade them. It looks like the Ravens don't. They want to handcuff them. That's what it. That's what it seems like. Bullshit. Not fair to him. I agree. It's not fair, but it's the name of the game, bro. Uh, they hold e the leverage. They hold the leverage. They dude. do. It is what it is. And they want to play chess now. Yep. Eagles lose Hargrave, Edwards, Epps, and Dillard. Jason Kelsey returns. We added Rashad. If Tom changed, she wouldn't get a penny. <laughs> and Bradbury staying put. So now all we got to do is lock up CGJG or CJGJ and keep Slay on board and we rocking and rolling. Because it was funny because yesterday everybody was laughing. Oh, the Eagles are getting depleted. Blah, blah. Now we're good because everybody was assuming we were going to lose Bradbury. Bradbury. Hargrave's a big loss, though. I don't think. Uh, Nick, I don't. 100%. Dude, he Nick, had 11 sacks last year. Yeah. Nick, so on, we had. So the Eagles led the league in sacks. I'm okay. glad you said that. They had 70. Yeah. So if you he take away his 11, right? How many did they have? Well, he 59. Also, yeah. So without his 11 sacks, they were still number one. Right, but he also commands double teams at, at some times. You know what I mean? Like, that matters, bro. That it, opens up a lot of things for other players. But now you have Jordan Davis. You have Milton Williams. I, so, I, I don't understand. Like, that's a lot of money for him. A lot. That's what I'm saying. That's, like, look, a team is not going to pay him four years, $84 million if, he wasn't, the, if he wasn't impactful. I don't know. We ran the ball down the 49ers. I mean, the everybody was talking about how everybody was running the ball down the Eagles' throat. So, why he was part of that that defensive line. So, what am I missing here? Well, it also contributes to the linebackers being in the right spot, shooting the gaps. I get that, but right he obviously wasn't causing any problems up front. Well, I think he – I mean, the Eagles were middle of the pack. I think they were about, what, 15th? They were ranked Something 15th? Like that, yeah. They were in the middle of the yeah. pack. I, mean, I just I, think that's a lot of money for him. I mean, look, you're worth what you get paid. Sure. But that's a lot of money for them. I mean, it, it makes sense for the Niners. I think the Niners are – they're, they're, they're going to be perfect. Oh, he's going to be good there because yeah. he's not going to be able to get doubled. I mean, it's kind of weird. I, I mean, I, it's, it's kind of – Rare air to pay a 30 year old D tackle. That's what I'm saying. He's old. 84 million. He was from the Ravens, right? 
Hargrave was from the Ravens. From the Ravens. Yeah. So I, he comes to the Eagles, and now you know what I mean. He's been here. It's we got the rest out of him. I think the Niners have a. It was a great deal for them in terms of what they needed, but I, yeah. I think they paid a boat for him. No, they got we got him from the Steelers, bro. The Steelers. Yeah. Same. Same shit. Yeah. Same division. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> um. But so that's how I feel about that. Losing T.J. Edwards, that's things a little bit. I like T.J. Edwards, but you drafted Nicobe Dean last year. He should take that leap. You still got Jordan Davis yeah. on your line, but Nicobe Dean was drafted. As him. I'm excited about him, actually. Yeah, no, Kobe Dream, Dean was supposed to be a first-round pick, and he slid. Yeah. Remember you were saying, well, how, are all, yeah, how are all Leverage. these people, how are all these people, pass? how are all these teams passing on him? You kept saying that. So I'm missing something. Well, they said it was the shoulder injury or whatever. But, so, but no, I think Bradbury's thing put is excellent. Got yeah, him on a cheap deal. I mean, if right. they could just get CJGJ back, we need Slay to restructure. And we could get, we could get, um, CJ back. We need Slater. Do you think it happens? I think I the don't Eagles. Know. I think the Eagles pull some strings here. Yeah, I think I they do. figure it out. I actually, I think the Eagles are going to figure it out. They're a, they're so together. I feel like they love each other. They want to be teammates. Right. So I think the Eagles are going to be just fine. To be honest, I think so too. I saw a comment here from Steve. CJ Johnson delete, deleted him in an Eagles number three jersey, but him in a Bengals three. But him in a Bengals number three jersey, he kept up. Mm. Oh, well, that's all. That's what that's how we do it now. Well, we go to Instagram. Well, that could also be another another little yeah, yeah, boy yeah. to like, hey, like to you should pay my ass, bro. Come but, hit my jack because I'm I'm willing to stay, but now I'm gonna fucking flirt with the idea of go fucking with somebody else. You know what confuses me though? Why would the why would the Bengals pay CJ GJ, but they didn't pay Jesse Bates? Jesse Bates went to the Falcons. Why would you not just pay Jesse Bates? Jesse Bates is one of the best safeties in football. I don't understand that. I'm dead ass serious. Why would you not pay him? I know. It doesn't, make, doesn't sense. make any sense. Well, to me. maybe, you know, CJ Johnson. I, I like the way he plays. Oh, yeah, because he, he he lays the wood. He lays the wood. He's like a Cam Chancellor kind of guy. Bro. Yeah. Like you reminds me that. of the Dawkins, yes. the guy that you that wants to hit. Like your wide receivers are gonna have you know, some type of thoughts in their head when they're going across the middle. Yeah. That's what you want. That's exactly what you want. You want to throw the opponent off and that's how you do it. You hit them hard. When you have a thumper like that in the back, you, it, it helps out a lot of things. I think the Eagles are going to keep him though. I do. I think he's me gonna, too. So do I, I think he's um, going to gonna find a way. Cause I think he actually really liked playing in Philly. That's what I'm saying. And Jalen, they all love Jalen hurts. Mm -hmm. um, but last topic before we get out of here, Cowboys today, add Stefan Gilmore. I think that's a great pickup. For I them. love Gilmore. However, my only issue is they need more offense. They didn't lose in the playoffs last year because of their defense. Well, no. The, the reason why they got Gilmore is because when you're playing against a Philadelphia Eagles Correct. team with Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and those boys, you know, you, you need you to defend. You, you got to def defend, bro. But if your offense can't score more than 12 points, the defense ain't going to do no good for you because they're not holding the Eagles to 10 points. Well, they're betting against Mike McCarthy to call the plays, and they're, uh, which to me doesn't make any sense because yeah. Dallas was number two in the in, in overall offense with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cooper Kellen Rush. Moore. Or Kellen, uh, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is, is insane, crazy, dude. Sorry, Kellen Moore. Um, yeah, no, they were, they were number two overall. So their offense didn't take a hit. It's going to this year. I, I agree. They're going to regress this year. I agree, but like, and they just lost Noah Brown, right? So, but their game plan is going to be run the football and play good defense and just strap up. That's just the way they got to do. Could it, they make a trade for D Hop? Sure, they could. I think that I think they're in the running for him too. You know what? D Hop added to them would they would 
they would be a legitimate right Super Bowl. Contender. I'm going to say it right now. I think D Hop's either going to the Cowboys, I think he's going to the Bears, or I think he's going to the Ravens. It's either those three teams, in my opinion. I'm going to say if he goes to Dallas, the Dallas, the Cowboys are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. But they're not. They're not better than the Eagles. No, no, Eagles. Because Eagles, the Eagles have two two corners. We're still the best team in the NFC. We have the best quarterback in the NFC, and we're we're better. Yeah, we're just better. Yeah, from every every way you slice it, we're we're a better. Like D Hop, that they that makes them a really pat. I mean, because in my opinion, they'll have two number ones. Absolutely. I think CD CD Lamb's the number one wide receiver. He whether is. you want to believe it or he not, he came in on the end. Of he the did. He did. He started off slow, but yeah. that. You need that, man. You need to get into a groove and figure out what you're good at and then adjust. Yeah. He had to adjust because he was never the guy until Amari left. But yeah, that'd be interesting. D Hop is probably gonna go to the Cowboys though. All right, guys. That concludes episode 148. Pass it off to theories, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at PI, baby.